Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish with you here. You're listening live to us, of course, iHeartRadio, the FNTSY app, uh, TuneIn Radio, all across the world, fantasysportsnetwork.com as well. And joining us to talk a little baseball here on the show. Is relief pitcher of the New York Yankees, Tommy Canely, joins us. What a year he is having. 1.52 earned run average, 34 strikeouts, 23 innings. He joins us now live. Tommy, thanks so much for being part of the show today. Good afternoon. Hey, hey, Craig. Thank you. No problem. I appreciate you, you coming on, Tommy. So let's let's kind of um, you know just dive into the season here a little bit uh, with the Yankees. And, of course, this is now your third full season with them. And uh, a strange year. You guys are having a great year. You're having a great year personally, but bit by the injury bug quite a bit. Is this the most injuries you've ever seen on a team since playing in the big leagues? Uh, yeah, I'd have to say so. It's been a it's been a whirlwind with the injuries this uh, beginning of the season and stuff. So it's pretty crazy to see all of it. Yeah, and and I think that at some point you guys will be able to get back a lot of these uh, players healthy, especially Stanton and Judge and some of the others, but. Tommy, could you speak to kind of uh, the players that you do have on the roster that have picked up other players when the guys have been hurt? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the collection of the guys that have picked up while we've had our guys hurt, it's been a culmination of just gritty guys, you know, grinders, just guys trying to do anything they can to get us some, some wins here. Tommy, uh, let, let's let's talk about pitching here a little bit. Uh, before the season, the Yankees uh, assembled what we would call one of the best bullpens in baseball, and for the most part, it has really turned out that way between you and Zach Britton, uh, Adam Adovino, or Oldest Chapman. Certainly, all you guys are having fantastic years. What's it like sitting next to those guys after the fifth and sixth inning, just kind of wondering who's going to get the call? Uh, it's uh, it's fun, man. You know, we're down there. You know, we hang out, we goof around sometimes. It's just part of the bullpen. But, you know, around like the fourth, fifth inning, when the game starts to get a little more tight and stuff, we're all kind of, you know, doing our routines, everything we got to do to get ready. But uh, we do kind of, you know, feed off each other. It's fun to be around these guys. Tommy Canley is with us, relief pitcher for the New York Yankees. In 27 games, he's putting up an unbelievable season. 1.52 earned run average, 34 strikeouts in 23 innings. Uh, one of the other players, Tommy, on your, your squad that has really picked things up, and I knew him here a little bit in South Florida, Tommy, was Domingo Herman, who, look, just wins and losses alone without looking at the other numbers. It's just staggering, 9-1 and one on the season. His ERA is 3.6, 71 strikeouts in 64 innings, and you have an opportunity every fifth day to watch him pitch. If you wouldn't mind, kind of take me through what has worked for him, and, and also as a follow-up, did you see this happening when, when you saw him in spring training? Yes. I mean, watching him every day, you, you see this young kid. He's got an electric arm. His stuff is incredible. And over the last few years, you know, you, you've seen him and you know it's there. 
it just to me this year it looks like more of a, a maturity for him, and it looks like he's starting to put it all together, and he's just using all of his pitches. His curveball, especially, has been dynamic. It's it's one of the best pitches in the big leagues for sure, and uh, I think he's just growing up as a pitcher, and he's learning how to you know use his pitches in certain counts with certain hitters, and it's been a pleasure to watch him. Yeah, Domingo Herman this season, ten strikeouts per nine. He's just 26 years old, and the Yankees, of course, off to a great start, even missing a lot of different players. Uh, Tommy, one more pitcher I wanted to ask you about, because this does look like the potentially the end of the road for CC Sabathia at the end of the season, but if this is the way that he goes out, uh, what a year to go out, uh, compiling all the strikeouts, a 3.61 earn run average, and uh, arguably he could be a Hall of Famer. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but you know, despite the injury that he had recently... He's put together a nice year for you guys. Yeah, especially, yep, that's for sure. You know, being the leader on the team, we all look to him, and uh, it's just it's it's nothing but special to watch him every year go out and just continue to put, put up the numbers, you know. And for sure, in my mind, he's no doubt a Hall of Famer. He's the third lefty all time to even put up 3,000 strikeouts, and there's a, a small list of guys that have even done that. So it's it's pretty special to see him every day, be around him, and it's just it's something special in the nostalgia that he brings to this club. And I think it's definitely special to see him go out this way. Tommy Canley is with us. Tommy, you pitched for the Rockies and then the White Sox, and then you've come over to the Yankees, and you're arguably putting up maybe the best season of your career. When players get traded to the Yankees, usually one of two things happen, as you know. Either they become stars on the Yankees, they're playing on the biggest stage with the most pressure, or sometimes they kind of go the other way, as we've seen in the past, and they can't handle the pressure, and sometimes they get shipped out and moved. Is that a fair assessment to when a player goes to the Yankees that usually one of two things happens? And, and were you prepared to make that leap a couple of years ago when you got traded there? Yeah, I mean, you could, you could argue that, you know, there's one of two ways when you get you come to the Yankees. And... uh I just, especially when I came here, I, I knew just growing up in New York that what what playing for the Yankees means and how big of a deal it is. So, I mean, I've always wanted to play on the big stage, and it just it, it's I think it's a mindset thing too as well. It's just if you come here, you have to be mentally prepared, and it it's a, it could be a tough place to play, but it also it can be one of the best places to play for sure. Yeah, and, and what a great start it has been for the Yankees. And right now, with them having players like Miguel Andujar and Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Troy Tulowitzki, Greg Bird, Luis Severino, I could just keep going on and on. It doesn't seem to matter. The yeah. Yankees just don't miss a beat. Uh, you know, the other thing that we talk about, Tommy, quite a bit just on shows are fantasy sports. And uh, aside from baseball, are, are, you, are you someone that in the offseason will sit down and watch either college or pro football? I mean, how much, how much attention do you pay to that when the season's over? Uh, quite a bit, even during season. <laughs> are, are, you, are you in any uh, uh, fantasy football leagues, like keeper leagues or anything like that? Uh, not any keeper leagues, but I do have this league I've been playing with my friends for about, I think we're going on 13 years now. But uh, I usually I'm in usually anywhere from three to five fantasy leagues, so I I do a lot of research. 
Okay. <laughs> and, uh, so are you have you have you started that or do you take or do you wait until like like for me it's it, because I talk so much baseball, Tommy. I, I usually wait till yeah. you know, July or August. But with you, I, what I've noticed, Tommy, let's be honest, is baseball players yeah. just get sick of talking about baseball. And they want to talk yeah. about football, and they want to talk about some other things. So, so give me like a start date for you when you know that you have to either pop online or, uh, in the old days, we would get a magazine. Maybe you know, still do that. I'm not yeah, sure. Right. But when does that start? <laughs> uh, for me, to be honest, I actually did a mock draft a few weeks ago. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, so what? What pick? The guys thought I was crazy. No. Well, all right. So let, let's let's get into that a little bit. So what pick did you have? Do you remember in the mock what pick you had? Uh, I think it was like eight or nine. Okay. And 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 who did you end up taking with your first pick? Um, who did I go with? I want to say it was DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Well, I mean, look, you can't go wrong with him. A hundred catches. No, and definitely can't go wrong. A good, a good. You know, there was some news. Let me ask you this: There was some news that came out today from uh, from I, I believe it was may have been Ian Rappaport or NFL dot com about how Todd Gurley is uh, forcing himself to lose some weight because there is some concern that there's something wrong with that knee. It w- would you be comfortable taking Todd Gurley in a first round or even maybe at this point second round scenario, or were you scared off? Yeah, I think, to be honest, I think I'm scared off this year. I had him last year, and uh, the you know his touches down the end of the, the, end of the run there really kind of messed up my uh, playoff push in one of my leagues. So uh, it's it's tough, especially with that kind of injury. You know, him being a running back, it's for me. I think I'm going to be shied away from him this year. Okay. Well, any any running back tips that you could give early on? I mean, I, I think the obvious ones are, are known, but you have kids who were just drafted in the NFL draft, like Montgomery and yeah, and Snell and some other running backs. Um, are you like a two running back uh, quick guy, or do, would you go like wide receiver running back early on? How do you kind of go through that? Yeah, I think it's more just the value that's there. I, I like to try to take the top value that's around. But if uh, there are some some kids that just got drafted, I'm pretty uh, pretty high on. I mean, obviously being an Eagles fan, I really like the Sanders kid, but uh-huh. I don't know how much how much burn he's going to get with Jordan Howard there as the the lead bull. But uh, I do like how you uh, brought up Montgomery. I've been high on him since he was at Iowa State. Yeah, so I'm pretty interested. Yeah, it could be good. Well, listen, Tommy. Here's the thing: is that uh, there's a bunch of guys around the league actually that I'm involved in some dynasty leagues with. So if you ever want, okay. you know, you can, you know, we'll get in touch. You could pop on. You could play against me and some of the other guys. You'd be surprised how many people are playing in in some of these leagues. I'm sure you know because the clubhouse leagues go on every year. But yeah. I will. Oh, yeah. but, but I will. T- I will tell you this: the the uh, the co-champion of the Miami Marlins fantasy uh, league last year was the guy you're talking to right now with his partner, now the current catcher of the Philadelphia Phillies. I don't want to reveal any more information on that, but that, but that is indeed, that is indeed the championship. But listen, congratulations on a, uh, a great start to the season for sure. And hopefully you guys uh, get, get healthy and, and uh, Cub fantasy football season. will pick your brain for some of your sleepers. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I'd love it. All right, appreciate it. Thank Thanks, Tommy, much. for coming on. Thanks yeah. for coming on. Tommy Canely, relief pitcher Thanks. for the New York Yankees, joining us here on FNTSY. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that what I've learned through the years with a lot of these uh, guys that I've they've gotten to know is – and that's why I brought it up to him during the interview, and I do that a lot with, uh, with the baseball players, is they tend to not 
they tend to get really bored with my with the line of I I I consider myself one of the better interviewers of baseball. Like I host my own podcast where I'll conduct thirty minute interviews with players on the Miami Marlins and players around the game, but they get tired of talking about it, you know? And I think that that's why the success rate that we can have in fantasy and as media is very high for me in March. Through the years, what I've been able to do is attend spring training and try and get as many little pieces of information as I can because players are more accessible then. They haven't talked about baseball for six months. They're more willing to talk. They're more willing to be open. But as we sit here on June 4th, I mean, imagine for not just for Tommy, but for any other player in Major League Baseball, they are just getting pounded by people like me with these silly pitching questions and hitting questions over and over and over again that when you can bring up a side topic such as uh, fantasy football, they certainly get real into it. And I've definitely, you know, on my own, cultivated some of these relationships through fantasy and through just kind of talking about which players to grab, which players to add, drop, whatever. I mean, I think that's kind of, uh, you know, part of the fun conversation of of uh, of all of fantasy sports in general. You would be shocked how many uh, Major League Baseball players play very competitive uh, fantasy football leagues. It's it's uh, the the, uh, the result is is real high for sure. OK, uh, Chris Bavona. We'll get that uh, interview posted, by the way, for those of you on social media, uh, on the FNTSY app, Fantasy Sports Network, and uh, Sports Grid. All of our Twitter handles will post. Uh, I, I would say we'll post some of the football conversation. I think that that was the fun part of it. And that and Domingo Herman, I think those are the two pieces of information that I think that we got out of that. Uh, but, Chris, let's get uh, real quick uh, the final vote here on you make the call. What, what do people coming up in the next segment want me to talk about here? So with 40% of the vote, People want you to talk about Toy Story 4 versus Secret Life of Pets 2, which I'm very no excited way. about. No way. Are you way. kidding me? Yes way. Wait I a second am not here. joking. I got to pull it up joking. here. I, I trust you, but I got to double check here. Let's see. Um, oh, my gosh. You're right. Okay. Yep. So, look. I mean, look, the people have spoken here. I don't know what else to say. I say you have to preview it. So coming up in, in the maybe we should do it in the next segment. I do need a little preparation here. Um, okay, so on our you make the call segment, we 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 always pull it to a vote. We want you to be able to to vote online uh, on our Twitter handle at FNTSY Radio. And the question that we asked today, and you make the call, is pick the next FST topic. And here are the choices: Toy Story Four versus Secret Life of Pets 2, a preview of the Major League Baseball slate, or uh, the pizza stories from Chris Pavona. We should just call him Chris Pavona's Pizza Stories. And uh, you guys voted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. And, and so here's the final voting. In last place was Chris Pavona's Pizza Stories. Whew, we got through that. Okay, we survived that. Like, that was a big concern. But you did get a lot of votes on that. Like, I have a feeling that there are some people at FNTSY that are trying to take me down <laughs> with, with your pizza stories. Like, I'm going to have to steal the phones of all the people in the pit. I think they want to hear it. I hope not. I, I well, The votes are indicating that. Anyway, 27%. Thank goodness we didn't, we didn't get to that. 
Maybe we'll throw it back up there tomorrow and see. Okay, and the other, uh, the MLB slate. I thought I'd be previewing the MLB slate for you guys today. Nope, you're not interested. Nobody wants to hear me preview Major League Baseball. Okay. We won't do that today on today's show. And then the third choice was a pre was a debate like like a like a um, what would you call it? like a first take debate of Toy Story four versus Secret Life of Pets two. You guys voted. That's what you want me to hear. That's that's what you want to hear on today's show. I mean what I mean this is only my second show and we've already been reduced to this. I don't know if this is a really good sign or a really bad sign. It, it, I mean I don't know if this means that you guys really like how stupid I am or you really hate how stupid I am. Like, I, this is going to be hard to figure out. I'm I'm not really I'm not really fig, I'm not really thinking this through here. I may have to change this up and just put it to uh straight topics. Because the people who are listening uh, to this show, I do have bosses here, and um, I've already had one show canceled on me in the last few months. Okay, I don't need a second one. I don't need a second show canceled over The Secret Life of Pets 2. I really don't. So what we'll do is coming back next, we will dive into some of my fantasy baseball biggest misses in 2019, and then I will bring up some of the movie stuff that you guys want to talk about we'll do that next this is fantasy sports today i'm craig mish and we'll be right back debating secret life of pets versus toy story oh my gosh help me Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. In this league. Like, you're like, oh, Mario Kart party. It's like, I'm not saying it's like there's a, there's a blue rock out in front of the house and people are strolling around it. And it's like, oh, there's a Mario Kart party there. It's just like people have a party and then a fun social game to play is like a Mario Kart. But that doesn't qualify to me as like a top 10 video game, sports video game of all time. It's, it's also, it's not sports. It's not, you're missing the idea of sport conversation. Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 961 
become best friends. Yep. The best friends forever. I was in Charleston, South Carolina. How was the weather there? Because here, I mean, even dating back to like Thursday, it like rained every day. Great. You couldn't ask for better weather in South Carolina. Oh my God. Then he look, just look I, at me. I mean, you always tan well. That's like I the, do. I. That is the number one. I think I do well. Thing that Greg does well. I love it, man. Aside I, from hosting the show, obviously. I mean, I, 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 I think I. Watch live on the FNTSY YouTube stream and download the podcast on your popular podcast providers. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. So we're really going through with this, huh? All right. All right. Welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. You know, it's my mistake. I, I allowed I allow the general public. Uh, look, this, look, you guys have known me for a decade on radio and TV and and Twitter. You can you can keep the music up, Chris. You don't have to turn it down. Keep it going a little bit. There you go. You got a quick trigger there, Chris. You just let it roll. It's okay. No one's gonna get upset yet. Uh, so I I. I am a man of the people. I want this to be your show. I want I want this show to be things that you want to discuss, not me. Uh, there is, at, at least for now, until uh, I'm making a million dollars off live reads, this is your show, and I have no agenda other than to deliver what I think is the most important content of the day. None, zero zip. Now that may change. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I got to get, I got to get paid. I got to make money for my family, and then that's going to happen in radio, and it happens in television. It happens everywhere else. There's advertising, and you have to take care of your advertisers, like we do here on uh, the Fantasy Sports Network. So, um, that being said, I, I thought it would be a great idea to continue that motif that I've had for 10 years and, and subtly kind of rip people who tell me to talk about things that aren't topical. Uh, that's, that's what I've done in the past. And, and I was given carte blanche over this show. Craig, you do your show. You talk about whatever you want and make it work. Well, who could turn that down, right? So what I thought would be a good idea, Chris Bavona and I come up with these fantastic ideas, and one of them was a you make the call segment where I'm expecting every day to to allow you to pick a fantasy player that I can talk about here on the show at length and do a deep dive in and look at launch angle and exit velocity and all of that stuff. Like that's 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 why we do the show here. And then of my three topics, if I throw in some pop culture or something off the grid, my expectation is is you guys will not vote for that. And you will vote for the fantasy baseball angle of this because that's what I am and that's what I do. Like, we just had a Major League Baseball player come on this show. I think that's important to to add some reality and credibility to my shows. In fact, next week, if I'm not mistaken, 
we're going to have the general managers of Major League Baseball teams come on this show and help you guys in fantasy. You used to do that on the other show. We're going to do it on the show, too. Wanted to get the first week kind of done, you know, before we did that and have Gray Albright on to make sure I get back on the air on Thursday. I don't know how that's going to go tomorrow. So in the You Make the Call segment, the three choices were uh, – I've, I've hit on this too much. I'm wasting time. You, you want to hear me talk about a debate with Toy Story 4 and Secret Life of Pets 2? That's fine. Uh, okay, so, so here's my analysis. I have seen all of these movies. I have a six-year-old son. I have a 12-year-old daughter, okay? Uh, I saw uh, Secret Life of Pets 1 in the theater. Uh, also have the DVD, I'm sure, also downloaded on iTunes. I don't know if there is iTunes anymore, but I did when it was available on iTunes. Now that Apple's gotten rid of iTunes, I don't know if I do have it anymore. I'll have to check, but I did see it. Toy Story 1, 2, and 3 I did not see in the movies. All three of those movies were seen by me either via DVD or iTunes. And here is my quick breakdown. Now, Chris, I know, is just dying to hit the on button on the mic and talk about this. Uh, I'm going to allow that. But but first, let me say my piece on this, and then i got to get to my fantasy baseball big busts like Colin McHugh. I'm sorry. I, I told you Colin McHugh would be great. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I, I make mistakes, or as some people would say, mistakes. So uh, a Toy Story 1 was the original. It was a classic. It was great. Toy Story 2 was uh, when they introduced Jessie, right? The whole uh, theme of uh, she is a cowgirl, right? And then um, there was that guy in the box, uh, right? Uh, uh, Pete, something Pete, right? If I'm not, see, this just tells you that I didn't Google any of this stuff. Uh, something Pete. He was, in a, he was there, and he was the bad guy in the movie, right? And then I don't even remember what Toy Story 3 was. What was what was Toy Story 3 about? I don't really recall. This is a horrible, horrible way for me. Uh, Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete. Thank you, Chris. Chris is texting me. Stinky Pete. And I don't really remember the third one. Now, Secret Life of Pets, I do remember uh, because uh, Jimmy Kimmel was, was the main voice, right? For the dog, I'm pretty sure. I, I saw that one a million times. And um, I'm going to see both movies. Oh, Louis C.K. was? Is he still the is he still the voice of this one too? Hmm. Uh, you know what? Let's bring in Chris here for this. Uh, begrudgingly, let's bring him in real quick. Hi, Craig. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Is, I knew it. You were gonna have your you you were probably the one that voted for me to talk about I, this. I'm did you say, vote by the way? I did not vote. Why not? Mm, producer's choice. You didn't want you didn't want to be ah you didn't want to be responsible after the show. I did not show. want to be responsible. For ah, this one. very wise choice by you to not get the Cardano call after the show. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank I'm, you, I'm but I actually it. would have picked the preview for the slate if that was the case. Yeah, and I and I, I can't believe that it's the second show in and people are already you know they've moved off that. Yeah, that that's nuts. Okay, so in this quick debate here, yes. Uh, and I'm just going to, okay, uh, these are yes or no answers from you. That's all I need, okay? That's fine. Did you see Toy Story 1? Yes. 2? Yes. 3? Yes. And did you see Secret Life of Pets? Yes. Do you have kids? Nope. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so, so, so um, okay, so in closing here, uh, real, real quick analysis, then we move on to my fantasy baseball bus. Uh, Toy Story 1 versus Secret Life of Pets. Who wins? Uh, Toy Story 1. Okay. Toy Story 2 versus Secret Life of Pets. Toy Story 2. 
And three? Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, I thought so, too. I agree with that. Now, now uh, it is a little weird that you've seen all these without kids, but I will follow up with this. You, you have to make a choice in two weeks. I think they both come out in June. Yep. In two weeks, you can only pick one. And you have no choice, Chris. You cannot see the other movie. You're, yep. you're, you've been given – how much are movies in New York these days? Like uh, 50 bucks? You're, I think about 55 now. 30 bucks, right? 20 bucks? It's like, like $40 at some place. Is it really? Wow. Yep. Okay, so, so you're given a $50 bill yep. by Greg Sussman, and he says go see a movie, and, and you can only pick one of the two. Which one do you pick? Toy Story 4. Yeah, okay. So I think I'll, I'll think the same thing. Thank you for that uh, great analysis. Two words, that. Tom Hanks. Uh, that's, a, that's a name, but yes, it is two words. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But uh, okay, so thank you for that. Appreciate it. And that just shows you that, that we will cover whatever you want covered here on the show, as wacky and as crazy as it may be. So now let's get into a little bit of my fantasy baseball big busts this year. Now, look, I, I will say this. If you play fantasy sports, here is the here is probably what my biggest issue has been over the last 10 years covering fantasy sports, fantasy baseball, fantasy football. We all want to jump up and down over the players that we hit on and we never want to devote any time to the players that we miss on. And I will I will say this. And in being in, some people call it a fantasy industry. Some people call it a fantasy community. I think Mike Gianella did a great job over a baseball prospectus doing an article on this, where it's really more of a community, I think, than it is an industry. So I'm going to use his word in community. I think amongst the fantasy community, I don't want to put a uh, blanket over all of of the uh, community that we have here, but I would say a great number of people are really unwilling to be self-deprecating and understand that we're all going to make mistakes as fantasy analysts. It is very easy for me to do 15 minutes here on this show, come out blazing, and tell you why I thought Caleb Smith was going to be a monster. And you know, I did, and I was right. Great. Big deal. Big bleeping deal. We all get things right. But if we're not able to correct our mistakes and admit when we're wrong, then you're missing the point. What people like, believe it or not, what I've come to learn, is people don't like blowhards. People like folks who are just like them. And what I would say is that in my life, I've made a lot of mistakes, not just in fantasy, but in reality as well. And why is it that people love, like, train wrecks, right? Like, what is, what is probably the most popular Twitter handle right now on a daily basis, right? It's Rex Chapman. Why is it Rex Chapman? Because he just posts things every day of people just getting whacked in the head and hurt. That's basically it. And he's got hundreds of thousands of followers showing people fail. That's it. People like to see and hear that other people fail. Not because they're rooting against them. I'm not going to say 100% of the people that I know root against me. That's ridiculous. I think people root for me. I've seen it on social media. People want me to succeed. But I think that people want me to succeed because they know that I fail. (laughs) And I'm very willing to open up and be candid about all the things that I miss on. It's much easier to 
to jump on a show and, t- and give me give you a top ten list of every single thing that I got right over the course of the season. That was my biggest beef in this community industry for a decade. I am online. I am on the listening to the radio. I am listening uh, to the iHeart app, this channel, the other channel, all the channels. And everyone is, I told you, and I told you, and I drafted him, and I got it right, and I did. Great. On this show, bleep that. Bleep that. I'm going to tell you everything I got wrong. You know why? Because you know what I got right. You, If I told you, you can tell me. That's fine. But I got to be the first one to tell you that some of the most popular media and radio that is being done in this country is based upon self-deprecating and failure. I understand that what we are kind of into in this era is a lot of hot take, here's why I'm right, debate radio and television, and that has moved the needle, no question. And there are people who are doing that in this industry that are making millions of dollars, and I am jealous. But I'm also jealous of the person that makes a million dollars that does something else. However you make your money is perfectly fine. But the way that I do my show is, yeah, every once in a while I may tell you that I got this guy at the beginning of the season. He's been great. But my money is based on telling you here are the mistakes that I've made. And here is uh, and I am sorry. I am sorry. And here is how uh, I got it wrong. And here is how it can be corrected. That That's really, really important to me. So let's start. Colin McHugh of the Houston Astros. Let me give you an idea. Colin McHugh last year, 2018, put together one of the statistically best seasons you could ever hope for from a relief pitcher. And uh, he's going into his free agent season. He's part of a rotation that no longer includes Dallas Keuchel and Charlie Morton. And you're telling me that Colin McHugh is going to be a bust in fantasy? I never would have thought it. I thought those relief numbers would go back and translate like they did when he was a starter with the Astros. He was good. Colin McHugh was always healthy and made a lot of starts. For whatever reason, it didn't happen this year. Now, here is the troubling part, is I was so on Colin McHugh in January and February, and then I had somebody behind home plate at one of his starts, and I texted that person in March And I said, hey, one of my big guys this year is Colin McHugh. And when I talk about texting somebody, this isn't texting your mom or dad, okay? This is texting somebody who knows the game, a scout, somebody involved. And I said, I really like McHugh. What do you think? And I didn't get a a thumbs up. And I got a very hittable, I don't know, maybe the spots he was in last year. They weren't high leverage. I'm not sure. Not saying you're wrong, but I'm just not seeing it. And after all that great advice that I gave on Colin McHugh, I kind of stopped in my tracks. And unfortunately, I still damaged some people's fantasy teams, so I'm sorry for that. It hasn't been good at all. My bad. Jung Ho Gong uh, hit like a billion home runs in the spring. I ended up with him probably, if I'm in five leagues, I ended up with him on three or four. Another, I love underdog stories. McHugh coming off relief. Now he's going to start, has something to prove. Jung Ho Gong coming off issues with DUIs, last shot, something to prove. I always like taking shots on the underdog. But boy, that was a big mistake. <laughs> that was a really big mistake. He's on the injured list now. When he comes back, I don't know that he even has a role. I, I didn't cut him. 
in any of my 15 teamers or the NL leagues that I'm in. But, oh, wow, what a whiff that was. That was bad. Sorry about that one. And I recommended him to a lot. Now, let me tell you about two other players that I completely whiffed on. But also, let me be clear, I did not jump up and down on my soapbox and say draft these guys. But they have been busts, and I drafted them. So that, that kind of is an endorsement, I think, a little bit. Uh, Jesus Aguilar of the Milwaukee Brewers, the UG just went out amongst everybody listening to this show online or on demand. Yes, I am a uh, an owner of Jesus Aguilar. I'm all, I'm not only the president, but I'm also a client. Yeah, he, I own him in like three leagues. Uh, he's done nothing. Maybe that is the guy that they should be more worried about, as opposed to sending down uh, Keston Hura, right? But Aguilar, he's had a couple of good moments, but overall bad. And then I went back to the well one too many times. I'm never doing this again. I mean, this is like when people talk about, you know, Nick Pavetta, who I didn't uh, take this year, the other player that I, that, I, that I saw last year that I thought would have a monster year in terms of steals and a bounce back year was Jose Peraza. Now, look, Peraza has five home runs. He does have four steals. It's not a complete and total disaster. But he's got an OBP of 26% on the season. Let me say that again, 26%. That's about as low as an OBP of any player that plays as much as him in Major League Baseball. And I just completely whiffed on that one, too. And I own him in a couple of leagues also. Shame on me. 21 steals, 23 steals, 23 steals. Back to back to back. And four steals in 2019. Good job by me. All right, those are our, some of our misses in our Swings and Misses segment. Coming up next, we got Exit Velocity, and then we'll wrap it up and send it over to Full-Time Fantasy. Don't go away. Your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Rain dance. Make it rain. This is, I think, the first time ever we have heard from a player going, yeah, he's great, but, and that's the point we are at with Tom Brady and his career and Patriot fans. I hate to break the news to you guys, but all the time's right. undefeated here, guys. Adam Humphreys should drop the same kind of truth to whatever free agents are considering the Lakers in the offseason, because if you mm-hmm. sign a four-year deal, you're going to deal with the end of Tom Brady. If you sign a four-year deal, you're also going to be dealing with the decline of LeBron. 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. 
Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day, 10 an hour, one person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call now and learn how we can help you. 866-484-9621 866-484-9621 That's 866-484-9621 In this league Like you're like a Mario Kart party It's like I'm not saying it's like there's a, there's a blue rock out in front of the house And people are strolling around it And it's like oh there's a Mario Kart party there It's just like people will have a party And then a fun social game to play Is like a Mario Kart But that doesn't qualify to me as like a top 10 video game, sports video game of all time. It's, it's also, it's not sports. It's not, you're missing the idea of sport conversation. Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish back with you for one final segment as we send it over to full-time fantasy coming up at the top of the hour. Adam Ronis and Dr. Roto will take you from 2 to 4 Eastern. They've got a preview, I'm sure, of the Major League Baseball slate. The NBA Finals, tonight it's Game 3. Everything going on in the world of fantasy sports, they certainly will get to. And by the way, when we get out of here after the show, the work does not end for my producer, Chris Bavona. What we're going to do is, for those of you who listen to the show on demand, you've now heard everything. But if for some reason you are, let's say, having a bad day or a tough day at work, and you can't listen to the entire two hours of this show, why would you, honestly? Uh, what we'll do is we will post uh, you know, kind of bits and clips of the show 
the the uh, the best of I don't know if I would call anything that I do the best of, but I think that we would call it some of the more interesting topics that we'll do. And uh, we will post on all of our Twitter handles, whether it is FNTSY or Fantasy Sports Network, Craig Mish, Sports Grid. After the program, we will post our three up, three down segment each day. And we'll we'll edit together a couple of minutes of that so you can kind of see how we are progressing with our show here, your show, as I would call it. And if we ever have any special guests on the show or guests in general, we'll use some of that audio as well. And so with Tommy Canely coming on the show earlier, we'll play back some of uh, his discussion on fantasy football. By the way, uh, also, I just got confirmation on tomorrow's show. In addition to Gray Albright of Razball doing our three up, three down segment, former Major League Baseball player, former pitcher, uh, just coincidentally with the Yankees. We're not doing all Yankees here on the show, so let's not get too excited. It's just coincidence. But uh, Jeff Nelson, who is a multiple World Series champion, I think four World Series championships for Jeff Nelson, he is going to join us tomorrow from Milwaukee. He's covering the game, the series between the Marlins and the Brewers, and he also has worked for Yes Network covering the Yankees. So we'll do our Way Back Wednesday segment with Jeff Nelson, broadcaster, as, uh, as he can shed some light on pitching and talk to us about what he's seen from the various pitchers in Major League Baseball this year. So those are our two guests as of now that are lined up for tomorrow. And as I mentioned on Thursday, Brad Ziegler will be with me for the first 30 or so minutes of the show. Hopefully more. I'll have to uh, drag him in to do a little bit more for sure. Uh, also, if you ever want to dial up the show, here is the way to do it. I don't have the number, uh, the number memorized yet. It's 844-843-6879. 844-843-6879. If you ever have any question and you want to talk to me, that's the way that you can do it. You can also follow me on Twitter, uh, at Craig Mish. Let me give you a quick uh, preview of tonight's games, as I promised I would do. Uh, White Sox and Nationals tonight. Steven Strasburg minus 275 on the money line. The total is 8.5 against Ronaldo Lopez, who you can no longer trust in reality and fantasy. I know some people thought at the beginning of the season he'd be a potential sleeper. He is not. White Sox are still playing good ball, one game under 500, but, but clearly the lean here would be Strasburg, although you're never betting anything. That's minus 275. Uh, Braves and Pirates, Stephen Brault, Max Freed. Braves are a significant favorite in this one. The total is also 9. Freed 7-3 with a 3.19 earn run average. His whip is 1.21. He's been a nice surprise for Atlanta and for anyone who had him in fantasy. I don't think that there was a single person that went into the season saying Max Freed, 15-game winner, ERA of 3 at the end of the season. I don't think anybody had that one. If they did, let me know and show me. Yankees and Blue Jays, Toronto's lost a billion in a row. They're 17 games under 500. Yankees are 18 over. Uh, Masahiro Tanaka's ERA is 3.2, and his win-loss record is 3-4 and four with 1.18 uh, whip. Uh, Clayton Richard, his ERA is 3.38. All the Blue Jays are doing is just showcasing uh, players for other teams at this point. There's no other reason to, to uh, play that out. Giants and Mets at 7-10 Eastern. They'll play that one at Citi Field. Mets are three games under. Giants are ten games under. Syndergaard's ERA is 4.90 this year. Madison Bumgarner, 4.01. A lot of home runs and a lot of runs are scoring for sure. That doesn't mean that Syndergaard's ERA needs to be two runs higher than it should be. His ERA should not be 4.9. It should be three, but that's kind of where we're at. You would think it would be a great start for him tonight against the Giants at home. Total is seven. But if, if I closed my eyes and dreamed as to what the Mets would be favored, I would have guessed 160, 170, and they're only minus 140. So 
a little bit of a strange line there. Uh, Smeltzer, the young uh, rookie for the Twins, is on the hill tonight. The Twins are 40 up and 18 down, and he'll face off with uh, Shane Bieber, who has pitched very well for Cleveland, 4-2 and two with a 3.67, 1.09 whip. The Indians are falling back on the Twins pretty quick. Biggest favorite on the board tonight, as far as I can see, uh, let me make sure. There's a couple. So let's just say a very big favorite, uh, the Rays tonight at Detroit. Blake Snell, 3-4 and four with a 3.06. 1.04 earn run average. Ryan Carpenter is just basically eating innings for Detroit. His ERA is 7.5, 1.47 whip. He's 0-2. The Rays minus 230 tonight on the money line. 740 Eastern. Marlins and Brewers. Marlins are 11-5 in their last 16. Brewers are eight games over. This is the Yelich revenge game, I guess. We've already done this a bunch of times, but I guess tonight will be another one. Brewers are monster favorites, minus 195. Chase Anderson's pitched great for Milwaukee. 3-0 and with a 3.31, 1.35 whip. Pablo Lopez uh, has been great at home and not so great on the road. His uh, ERA is 4.99 on the season, 1.2 whip. Rockies and Cubs, uh, Cubs minus 230. Big, big favorite on the money line. I thought Marquez was starting this game tonight. Man, I got that one wrong. Uh, Jeff Hoffman starts for Colorado. His ERA is over seven. Hendricks is fantastic at home. He's got that sinker going usually at Wrigley. It is a night game. The Rockies have won eight straight. Total is ten and a half, and Cubs minus two thirty there. Uh, Rangers take on the Orioles. This is a dare me to watch. I got no interest. Although Texas has played much better this season, Drew Smiley has not pitched well for them. Six point nine eight earned run average, one point seven six whip. They'd look to deal him if they could at the deadline, probably, but he hasn't pitched well enough to get in that spot. Dylan Bundy's ERA four point five six, two wins, one point two four. How can you how can you invest in any uh, Orioles starter in fantasy? It's impossible. Rangers minus one thirty total ten and a half. Genesis Cabrera, who is probably pitching for his rotation spot tonight against the Reds. His ERA is seven point three six, whip of one point nine one. Castillo. For the Reds, uh, probably deserves a couple more wins. He just hasn't gotten them. 5-1 and one with a 2.45 ERA, 1.1 whip. And basically even money on the money line. The total is 8.5. 8.15 Eastern, Sparkman starts for Kansas City against Eduardo, Eduardo Rodriguez. One of the bigger disappointments in terms of ERA and whip this year, although he does have five wins. And the Red Sox on the road are minus 150, 160 with a total of 10. A lot of high totals, if you've noticed, this season in Major League Baseball. Dodgers and Diamondbacks. Hunjin Rue is starting for L.A. I would say if the season ended now or ask you guys this question, is Hunjin Rue the Cy Young Award winner right now in the NL? I mean, you could make that case. He's 8-1 and one with a 1.48 and a .81 whip. He's been fantastic. The Dodgers are minus 170 on the money line tonight. The total is 9.5, and, and Rue is not somebody that I own in any league. <laughs> so that is, a, that is a mistake by me. Did not see that coming this year. Angels and, and A's, there are, there are really a lot of good reasons to watch this game tonight. This is one of those that late night before I, I go to sleep, I'll catch three or four innings of this one. Uh, the Canning is pitching tonight for the Angels, a good-looking uh, young pitcher, starter, 2-1, 3.06 earn run average, .96 whip. And then Frankie Montas, one of the biggest surprises, I think, in the American League this year. Six and two with a 2.81 earn run average, 1.20 whip, and the total is eight and a half. So very good young pitching matchup tonight. 
in Los Angeles. We'll have to check out and see what happens and check back with you tomorrow on that one. Phillies and Padres tonight. San Diego is minus 150 on the money line, total 7.5. Chris Paddock did not make his scheduled start this past weekend against Miami. Gave him a few extra days off. And I think that if you're an owner of Paddock in any fantasy league, you definitely should be high-fiving yourself, but you also should realize that you may not see this kid in September. I think they're going to be super careful with him, and I have concerns that that after he takes his hat off in Cleveland at the All-Star game and says, thank you for having me, I, I don't know how much more you're going to see of him unless Philadelphia, unless uh, the Padres are really in contention. And, and look how well the Dodgers are playing. It's going to be a tough road for San Diego. They're 31 up, 29 down. Phillies are 33 and 27, and we'll wait to see who ends up starting in their outfield tonight. That's got to be questionable, too. Total is 7.5, and and the Padres are minus 150 on the money line. And then uh, no line yet tonight because it looks like Seattle uh, is going to start their young pitcher, Andrew Moore. Um, That's what it looks like at this point, but uh, he'll start against Wade Miley. It It goes to show you that basically not every pitcher that the Houston Astros take on does well. But I said before the beginning of the season, if they were able to make Wade Miley into something, then you know that (laughs) there's more than just secret sauce going on uh, with Houston. But the Astros are 41 and 20 on the season. And uh, right now, even without Carlos Correa and Jose Altuve, and George Springer, this team just doesn't miss a beat. And so if you're going to back anyone tonight, it would probably be Wade Miley against Seattle, a team that's you know talking about trading guys. Imagine, I think Seattle was 12-2, and two, maybe, <laughs> going in, into the first 14 games of the season. And since then, they're now 25 up and 38 down as they just basically you know kind of look toward the future. By the way, future very bright for Seattle. A lot of nice young players they have. I think they'll be very helpful in fantasy uh, and for them in reality, but they got to move in Carnacion. They got to start moving some of their starters, their bullpen pieces, because they're, I mean, just look at it right now. Houston, 41 and 20, Seattle, 25 and 38. I mean, Seattle is even behind Texas. And remember the season that Texas had last year. It was just, uh, it was just absolutely brutal. And that was one of the teams that I'd like to go, you know, under their total and it ended up happening. So, Uh, A lot of fun on these uh, first two days of shows. I appreciate you guys listening for sure. Let me give you a a quick rundown of what we're going to do for the rest of the week, and then we'll send it over to full-time fantasy coming up here at the top of the hour. First of all, on tomorrow's show, we will have Gray Albright of Razball. He will do our three-up, three-down segment. So we will have him on, and then, as I mentioned, Jeff Nelson will join us at 1 o'clock Eastern in our Way Back Wednesday segment. That's another Another thing that I want to do in fantasy on this show is acknowledge the players that have helped quite a bit in fantasy in the past. I'm not really sure why we never really do that, but I want to do that here on this show. So we'll play our Way Back Wednesday. And we have some future plans also for some Hall of Famers and people to come on and and talk about the great seasons they've had in Major League Baseball. We're going to do that as well. So that is on uh, Wednesday show. That's tomorrow. On Thursday show, we're fortunate enough to have Brad Ziegler join us, and that is going to be, I believe, a weekly deal, at least for the time being. And he will join us, I think, from 12 to 12.30 or from 12.30 to 1, something like that. And he will give his thoughts on fantasy baseball. He's a very, very good fantasy football player. Excellent. 
And so as we get deeper into the summer, like let's say late July or August, we'll we'll start picking his brain for uh, fantasy football uh, information, picks and things like that. I think as you could tell from my interview earlier, if you heard it with Tommy Canely, I am just as much a fantasy football guy as fantasy baseball. But what happens is, is you get typecast as something when you do the same thing for nine or ten years. But make no mistake about it, ladies and gentlemen, Craig Mish is here for you guys to win both in baseball and football. And this show is year-round. I will not be stopping uh, in July this year. We will be running all the way through December, all the way through next year, too. And I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, also on Friday show, a couple of TBD guests. I want you to stay tuned for that. Follow me on social media at Craig Mish for that as well. Thanks again to Tommy Canley for coming on the show and doing our three up, three down. Thank you to Howard Bender for uh, coming on the show as well. And thank you to my producer today, Chris Pavona. Uh, thank you guys for listening to me on the show today here on Fantasy Sports Today. Coming up next, it's full-time fantasy. I'm Craig Mish. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday night. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 12 o'clock Eastern. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. See ya. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh, so powerful. 